morning, everyone. My name is Aaron Taylor, and I'm joined this morning by Alan Lesky, a consultant here with GBA. And we are just kicking off a new series of podcasts where we just uh, host everyone for five minutes just to discuss what's going on here in Washington, D.C. Uh, at the Capitol. So let's discuss, Alan, uh, real quickly what happened last week and what we expect or may see later this week. I know a number of people are returning from their July 4th recess uh, to news regarding Build Back Better, which some are now calling Build Back Mansion. So here's what we know so far from the deal. First, Senator Schumer submitted language to the Senate parliamentarian last week. Uh, that language was specifically related to Medicare policy. And the language would basically allow Medicare to negotiate drug costs and penalize some pharmaceutical companies that raise their uh, price rates faster than inflation. Um, the CBO came out with a score a couple of days later on how much this would save, and their estimate was about $287 billion over 10 years. The one piece missing from this drug pricing proposal was capping the price of insulin. Uh, which Senate Democrats had sought to do as part of their plan from last year. But lawmakers are still looking at uh, another separate bill that had been introduced by Senator Shaheen and Senator Collins that specifically relates to insulin. And so they're tracking that. But if that is to pass, they will separately need 10 votes. So just so everyone's aware, that's missing from the Medicare uh, piece that Senator Schumer sent to the parliamentarian. The other piece that, is, that has been reported as part of the agreement is that Senator Schumer and Manchin have agreed to close a tax loophole for high-income Americans who earn more than $400,000 in a pass-through, $500,000 if you're married. Now, we don't know, yet know the score on this, how much it raises, but this would be used as a pay-for to extend the Medicare trust fund, which has been one of Senator Manchin's key concerns. So I think we will learn later in the week how uh, what that raises and um, and we'll see and we'll be tracking that. The one piece that we don't yet have agreement on is specifically the international tax provisions. Uh, we have heard that Senator Manchin still has concerns on these international tax provisions, particularly uh, on the guilty side. Uh, Al and I and a number of GBA members met with him a few weeks ago discussing BEAT and 163N. Um, the other piece that where there is no agreement is certainly on the climate side. This is an area where there has certainly been deep division among Democrats. Manchin obviously represents West Virginia, a very coal-heavy state, um, and so he wants to allow, we'll just say, at least more of the uh, fossil fuels, uh, where Democrats, the rest of the, of the Progressive Caucus, wants to minimize that. So we will see where the climate package ends up, but there has been some reporting that on the climate side, negotiations around climate, climate policy could be wrapped up this week. And Alan, I want to turn it over to you to talk a little bit more about the international side and the news from Treasury that came out on Friday. Thanks, Aaron. So as people know, recently Hungary decided they would oppose the adoption of the OECD Pillar 1 and Pillar 2 rules, which put a damper on the EU getting a consensus for all of those rules, and a consensus is required. Uh, this came as a surprise to many, but now 
on Friday, the Treasury announced that they were going to terminate the existing U.S.-Hungary treaty, uh, effective, I believe, in six months. The treaty is over 40 years old and has caused some concern over the years because Hungary does have an extremely low tax rate. But now the U.S. is using this as a hammer to basically try to force Hungary back to the table on the EU consensus. So we'll see how this plays out. Excellent. Thanks, everyone, for listening in.